Hi everyone, my name's Jim DeCastro. And I'm Carolyn Keithley. And um, we're from the Learning Place, or as some people call it, the Leering Palace. Um, we're, from, we're, we're an Education Queensland department, um, and basically we run all of Education Queensland's e-learning environment. Um, just a bit of stats on us where we're uh, to start with. Um, in Education Queensland, we have 70,000 staff, 500,000 students, and so far we've got about 38,000 people enrolled at the Learning Place. Um, currently we're getting about 2,000 new enrolments a month, which is um, really pushing us from where, um, where we're at at the moment. Um, in posing our question to you, intellectual quality, can this exist in an online environment, um, we're not offering an answer. Basically we're just trying to share our story of our online literature festival, which Carol and I have um, run over the last few years. Um, just in setting up those stats that are on there from the festival, um, our first involvement really was in 2001, where we were part of a physical festival. And in that physical festival, it was a really high-quality event where authors, students and teachers interacted in a really, really powerful manner. And um, through that involvement, we thought, how, this needs to get out to a wider audience. In our community, we had a lot of students who couldn't afford to get to the festival. We had students who had trouble accessing it due to physical um, reasons. So, hence, the online festival became reality. In 2001, in those early days, that was prior to the Learning Place and Janison's, Janison's, Janison's. <laughs> um, three times? Cool. <laughs> Where's the wine? I'm ready to start. <laughs> and, yeah, prior to the Learning Place's um, birth, um, we used internet relay chats. It was slow, it was unsecure and posed some real problems for us. Um, those sessions we ran then were basically meet and greet and we didn't think, looking at what, what was achieved, it was very low level in what we're doing. When we moved into 2003, when the Learning Place was born and um, we had the wonderful use of the Janison tools, um, we obviously started to up the ante in what we're doing. And um, you can read for yourself too where we came, where we are this year with almost 6,000 children, well, 5,500 five students um, were interacted with 94 authors in really quite in some highly powerful and highly creative ways. And I'll pass over to my colleague. Good one. Today we want to share with you our, our learnings from that online literature festival. Can you all hear me? Sorry? Yes? Okay. Um, one of the key things that we've done with the Online Literature Festival is that um, in the past we were finding that what we were running were simply online chats as simple, discrete events that took place on one particular day at a particular time. And our growth with the festival has led to our recognition that, in fact, in order to raise the intellectual quality of our online chats, we really needed to look at online chats as a whole learning journey for all people who participated in those chats with us. <laughs> yeah. What we did with that learning journey sorry, you sorry. is um, having recognised that we were um, running an online chat as part of a whole learning journey, we went to try and define how it was that we needed to improve the intellectual quality. So we looked at these um, five factors, making sure that we had an authentic purpose with our chats. We found that we had to define our clients and we started producing a community of practice by developing a website for the Online Literature Festival. We trained people in the use of the online chats, 
and we made sure that every person participating in the chats understood exactly why they were participating and what the purpose and the intended outcomes for that chat was. So we'll go into those in further detail. First one, authentic purpose. Oh, sorry, buddy. It's not that close. That, the authentic purpose. We had to make sure that you know, this was embedded in a real um, solid curriculum framework with a real purpose to engage the, the teachers to, first of all, um, start using, working with their students in this environment. I know earlier some people today were asking, you know, how do you get them online? We were finding that we had to have some way of get, making sure our teachers embraced what we were trying to do and took up with our projects. So it was getting the teachers to interact with live authors as part of National Literacy Week. Um, this year we, we ran it as an element of and um, em really embedded it in some solid curriculum. Um, we also linked with um, schools and public libraries. So we're trying to extend our relationship not from only within Education Queensland schools, but to schools, um, schools and organisations outside of that EQ little protective little cluster that we're so used to working in. Um, during this year, we did work with um, students um, across from South Australia, Victoria, and internationally as well. In fact, do you want to tell the Botswana story? During the festival this year, we actually um, had an, um, a student who actually participated from Botswana. Um, that student, I believe, had to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning in order to participate. And they had no electricity, so they had to actually power up a generator in order to take part. So that child obviously felt that there was a real purpose and was really had the motivation to take part in that festival to go to that great extent. So... Um, that, that is one of our key factors, is that making that sure that the online chats had a real authentic purpose. And in terms of um, using our authors, we are actually um, finding that what we are developing is a whole community of authors who are now trained to be able to use and participate in online communications with our students, which is great. The next thing that we had to look at was actually defining our clients. For a long time, uh, for the first couple of years, we really ran the chats and really just looked at how we could work with teachers and upskill them in the use of the Janison's tools uh, to run online chats. And we didn't really consider too much beyond the fact that we needed to train those um, teachers. So as part of the raising the intellectual quality of these chats, we actually had to look at who our clients were with the online festival. We defined that we had to look at our teachers, our students, the guests themselves, and the moderators that took part in the chat. As part of the festival as well, we discovered that we really needed to support all those four clients through the whole online literature festival. And so we developed a community of practice, essentially a website where we um, stored resources that, and um, online learnings that the teachers, the authors, the students could go to. Please feel free to write down that um, web address. We have on there a whole wealth of resources to support any online um, activities. Yeah. And, and part of that training, as Carolyn said, over the last three years, as we said, we have around 94 authors now um, who 
basically come and approach us to take part in the festival each year now. In its first year, the 28 authors, we had to basically get down our knees and beg and grovel and try to get them involved with what we were trying to achieve. Um, this year, uh, the word spread amongst the, the, the writing community and quite, uh, we were quite often approached by the authors now to come and take part in, in the festival. But as part of that, it is the training that's involved. Um, as you can see with the lovely Janison's chat room there, um, the ability to upload pictures into that chat. We now in, we ran a series of trial chats leading up to the event where the authors came online uh, in the morning, afternoon, evening, you know, whenever they could make it. We set some specific dates for the trial chats to occur. And the authors came in and we actually trained them in how to get into the room, for starters, simple thing, logging onto it, selecting colours, and then the ability, some of them really wanted to extend their skills over the years and are whacking in their own pictures into the chat rooms to just try and expand that, um, expand that uh, experience that the children receive. Okay. So we work, really worked really hard with the um, teachers. Don't move, Matt. Sorry. We had to work really hard with, uh, with the teachers and offer that training opportunity. And we also invited the authors to take part. And it was a fantastic um, area of being able to upskill those those. Um, those adults, as they were able to share their thoughts and feelings through the discussion room about what they were nervous about in preparation for the event. And they were actually shared different ways that they were going to actually manage the classrooms, for example. Um, there were lots of teachers who were having issues about, well, how do I have an online chat with 30 students when I've only got four computers? And so we were able, through these trial chats, to actually help guide them and advise about how to set up the classroom, how to work with the children and group them. And we were also then able to share with the uh, authors themselves what it was that teachers were looking for in terms of the educational content within those chats. It's a very valuable tool. The other aspect to our training that we needed to make sure that we carried out was to actually um, look at the moderators within our chat rooms. We find, that, um, um, we find that moderation is a key element to ensuring that there is quality online chats. At first, we used to simply go into the chat rooms, have a moderator in there who simply made sure that the tools worked and maybe deleted some expletives as they happened to come through or inappropriate content. And through our experience with the festival, we've actually discovered that, in fact, there is a whole... Um, multifaceted element to online chats. The moderator actually fulfills many roles. They fulfill, for example, the role of uh, facilitation in that they can guide children through the whisper mode to re-put them on task or to give suggestions on how they can actually engage with the author. We also find that the moderator often needs to help with technical issues. They also need to encourage the children and also encourage the author. So we find that the moderator actually has, with any one chat, at least four different chats happening. And that was a new concept for us and for our, um, our teachers and our moderators. And we had to work very carefully with each other and show each other what skills to use. If you look on the website that we showed you, um, we have a whole section there that is meant to support moderators. So if you want to explore that further, feel free to go there. And we actually, during the festival, for every single chat, had at least two moderators helping participate. And we assigned those moderators different roles within that room, so they performed different functions. 
and we found that that really helped make sure that the actual educational purpose for the uh, chat actually happened and it didn't degenerate to just being a question-answer session. As well as that, probably the, the last point we really want to make is that earlier on the, the chats didn't have a lot of structure and we found with the different chat elements, uh, the different chats we ran, they each had different purposes. What we have here is one of the structures that we used for um, one of the chat structures we used where, in the, as we said, in the training area, the teachers were aware of the structure, the moderators were aware of the structure and therefore when people came to the room they came with a specific purpose and they knew what they were going to do. They had planned a lot of their questions prior to the, to the chat occurring and they knew that in the first ten minutes when they came into that chat room, that was when they were going to introduce themselves to the other schools, helping developing that community. That, you know, we had, might have had a student from, an international student, a student from Victoria, a student from the local state school down the road. So it was important that those students got to meet each other, introduce themselves, get all that, that type of um, introduction out of the way. That also gave time for people to log in at different times and um, just allowed for when, when the chat was supposed to start at ten minutes after the allotted time, that everything could just start smoothly from there. The 40 minutes of the body of the chat, as you, can, as you can see, that was when the moderator really had you know, earned, earned the lack of dollars that we didn't give them. Um, they really had to work hard in terms of um, making sure that that chat followed the purpose that it was designed to. We set the chats at different levels. Some, chats, some people did want to chat that were meet and greet, that weren't really engaging at, 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 at a really higher level due to the fact that um, that was where they, they were just new to the, the process. They just wanted that type of chat. However, we did branch out. Are you talking about the other types of chats? Yeah. Um, um, we did branch out into other, other types of chats with specific purpose that Karen will relate to in a moment. The final ten minutes of the chat were also were due to concluding us to get feedback and quite often um, authors were um, making other arrangements to continue their involvement with those students after that event occurred. Finally, I want to look at um, the future directions that we're going in with this online literature festival. We are hoping that it will actually become an annual event and we're already seeing that schools are actually anticipating that it will be an annual event and are actually already planning and building for it within their curriculums, which is just fantastic for us. Um, our main goal and will continue be, to be to raise the intellectual quality within those online chats. And so when we're thinking about what next year's chat will, online festival will be about, we are, um, in the past, we've tended to deliver a one-size-fits-all structure for the online chats. Uh, next year, we're actually recognising that, yes, we do have schools out there who are going to be using these chat facilities for the first time, who will need to be doing a, a meet-and-greet question-answer session with an author. But we are also then going to be developing chats that look at both an intermediate and a more advanced level of chat. We are now at this stage with our authors that we have. Um, we've trained in total 110 Australian children's authors uh, to work online. And of those 110, we have 60 authors who have been repeatedly working with us with the festival. And they are now skilled up enough that we are actually going to be able to work with them to actually structure the chats in a different way. So we're going to be looking at running online master, classroom, uh, master writing workshops 
Um, in those sessions, we really need the author and the guest that's online to really take control of the chat room and to be able to talk to the children and actually redirect them or give them suggestions about what to do rather than, rather than just passively answering their questions. So we're going to be looking at that. We are really excited about the idea that what we'd like to do is to actually develop a whole suite of um, practical examples of of how you would structure a chat to suit a different purpose to get different outcomes. So, for example, what would an online chat look like if you were doing a book launch? What would it look like if you were actually going to be doing a comic chat where you were going to actually have um, children taking on the roles of the characters from a book and debating issues that were brought up in the book? How would you structure an online chat for that? What are the resources that you need to support that kind of um, uh, content? Um, the other thing we're really excited about is that um, we're actually going to start embedding the online chats into actually collaborative tools that we use within the learning place. So in March, we're actually going to run a little mini uh, online literature festival just, just with 10 authors, and we're going to run the chats uh, within a book wrap. And if you're familiar with book wraps, we're going to have um, three main questions that the um, authors will ask. And at the fourth wrap point, we'll actually have an online chat with the author. In this way, we're hoping that all schools who participate in the online chats will actually have all covered the same um, groundwork prior to the chat and will come into the chat room with a shared purpose in mind. Because one of our problems has been that we've got so many disparate schools participating in the chat that they don't always come with the same background knowledge and prior understanding. So we're really excited. We think the um, Online Literature Festival has grown phenomenally. The data behind it is just superb. And we hope to raise the bar even more now by growing and working with that, raising that intellectual quality. That's it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, we've got time for a couple of questions. Anybody from the floor? Um, you were saying that you were dividing the um, moderator roles between two people. Were you dividing them um, according to educational and technical roles or some other way? Um, are you okay? um, yes. Uh, effectively, uh, the, answer, the straightforward answer to that is yes. Um, if, if you're actually going to have a, have a look at the website, we've actually defined, I think it's five different roles that a moderator has. And so what we did actually was, was actually to accommodate, to sign two roles um, to a facilitator. And that was often, uh, you're going to be the expert in how to run the tools. And if anyone has a problem with not knowing how to get out of whisper mode, etc., you're the one who's going to be answering that. The other moderator, we'd ask them to take on the more facilitatory role and do the encouragement, do the, hey, it's 10 minutes until the end, make sure you ask your last questions, that kind of thing. Does that, does that answer that? Thank you. Hi. Um, when will the outcomes for the 2006 um, festival be available online so that um, we can look at it and teachers can start preparing for, for that session? Um, we have booked earmarks and dates for it. Um, if, you, if you get to that website, that has all our current information on it and we, we update that, that with all, our, all the details as it comes available. We've got to get funding. 
so far. Yeah. So that's the thing. We have to pay the authors. <laughs> that's it. Um, we're really excited for next year because if we can get the funding, we're actually going to run the festival uh, the week before the Brisbane Writers' Festival so that we can key into the writers there. We're also looking at working with the Queensland Writers' Centre to actually run masterclasses online. In 2007, because the Learning Place has actually got a partnership with the State Library, we are actually going to be running a whole online component for the Brisbane Writers' Festival as well. So really next year is going to be an exciting year to actually develop and look at how we can structure these chats for intellectual quality, have a play and pilot different structures, and then have a UBU 2007 partnership with the, the Brisbane Writers' Festival. Just put your hands together again. Thank you very much, Carolyn and Jim. And uh, before you go, <laughs> you were very subtle in your use of the word, Janison, uh, so you can definitely have a bottle of wine. <laughs> thank you very much. And Jim, thank you very much. Wonderful outcome. Well done.